Good morning, Contrarians! Thursday morning, January 11th, 6.35 a.m. Stocks eked out a small gain yesterday in what was a relatively quiet session, which changed after the close when we had the major news of the day come through with this long-awaited approval of spot Bitcoin ETFs. The SEC officially approved this yesterday, and these ETFs are ready to start trading today. As a result, crypto bros are going to be even more obnoxious than before. God help us all. But as we look at our board of indicators here at this hour, it looks like a little bit of risk on is developing. We have stock index futures pointing to a higher open led by tech. The NASDAQ is up a half of 1%, maybe four-tenths of 1% now, Um, and the others up a little less. Cryptos are advancing, as can be expected, but the action is mostly in the other coins. Uh, Bitcoin itself is up 3% to trade north of 47,000. That is near an intermittent high, I believe. Did it get to 48 last week? I can't remember. But the all-time high is 65 if you believe Bitcoin bros, we're going to get there like tomorrow, but whatever. But to my earlier point, the bigger moves are in some of these other scams. I mean, coins, presumably because they are expecting ETF approvals for them. Uh, Ethereum is up 10%. Cardano, 16%. Those are just the other one, the uh, few that I that I looked at. Um, I barely know what those are. I don't actually know what they are. I don't know what the other ones are either. I don't care. But moving along here, bonds are seeing a few bids. The 10-year yield is down four basis points to drop below 4% again. Well, barely 3.99%, keeping in mind that yields move inversely to prices. Commodities also advancing a little bit. WTI crude oil is up more than 2%. I'm sorry, less than 2% to trade around $72.50 a barrel, whilst copper is up half of 1% or so. So in terms of known events, today is all about inflation. Inflation is back on the menu. The CPI prints at 8.30. This is the main data release of the day. The expectations here, the economists are actually expecting a slight uptick in month-over-month headline CPI to 0.3% from 0.1%, if you must know. And that would raise the annualized headline CPI to 3.2% from 3.1%. So not very much, but it would be an uptick. Now, the more closely watched core CPI, which excludes food and energy, this is expected to come in the same as last month, 0.3% month over month. And that would actually drop the annualized figure to 3.8% from 4.0%. I've included a chart here for you which shows a nice steady decline in the core CPI since it peaked back in September of 2022. It has been at an even 4% these last two months, though. So a drop would be welcome. Um, It's Thursday, so we'll also get initial jobless claims the same time as the CPI. Numbers are in the show notes. Not going to bore you about that. Not going to lie to you. It's all about the CPI. As we listen to a little 80s synth pop. The name of this is uh, 
My Girl Likes to Party All the Time. And it's by Eddie Murphy, believe it or not. But you know who does want to party all the time? Crypto Bros. And they get their excuse now. And the party is raging. And you know what? Congrats. I will happily admit that I was wrong about cryptos. Dead wrong. I thought this would be zero by now. Maybe not zero, but certainly below 10,000. And uh, went as far as to, sh- as to um, invest in this short crypto ETF, which has been a disaster. Luckily, it was a very small trade. But, uh, excuse me. Anyway, so, so, you know, credit to anybody who is wise or reckless or whatever enough to buy cryptos at or near the bottom in late 22. But moving along here to uh, the real economics which is the CPI. And I will repeat what I said before about the expectation. This is important. The headline CPI is expected to increase over last month. Okay? This is baked in. Investors are now expecting it. They know this is what the economists have assessed. And economists, for all their numerous faults, usually get the CPI pretty right. The actual number usually misses by ten by one-tenth or two-tenths of a percent, if that. The only time it misses by more is when there are exogenous shocks like Russia invading Ukraine or stimulus checks due to COVID or COVID itself. So anyway, the point about this is that there will be headlines, and they, I can tell you they're already written, about how inflation is reaccelerating, Okay. And some of these headlines may, may even throw in that it's reaccelerated unexpectedly, which will be a bold-faced lie because the Economist survey expects this to increase, okay? And news organizations will be running with this, um, assuming the CPI comes in as expected, which it, it will probably be very close. And they do this to generate shock because shock generates clicks and clicks help their bottom line. All very simple economics. This is what the news business has come to since news organizations stopped selling newspapers. They still sell newspapers to old people, but very little and nowhere near what they were 20 or 30 years ago. Anyway, uh, in, in fact, you already have CNBC now reporting that today's uh, inflation figure, quote, could challenge the market outlook for big rate cuts, end quote. So they're already getting ahead of this. Um, now, happily, we all know better than to fall for this nonsense. First of all, a rise in headline CPI is anticipated, and markets move on what is anticipated, not on what the news organizations blare with their headlines. Secondly, perhaps more importantly, the core CPI, which is more important, at least for the Fed, because it's a pure gauge, it strips out food and energy, which tend to fluctuate quite widely. And so it's a pure gauge of actual prices, or so the theory goes. And this is expected to drop. Well, the monthly figures expect to hold steady, but actually drop on an annualized basis. Again, the numbers are 0.3% core CPI expected. That's the same as last month. And then that will drop the annualized figure to 3.8% from 4.0%. Now, if that doesn't come in as expected, if that actually shows an increase in the core CPI, then 
the headlines will be somewhat more justified. But as a whole, you can clearly see from the chart that I included that inflation is softening. Now, it's not quite where the Fed needs it. The Fed needs it at 2%. And if we're looking at 4% or 3 point for headline and 3.8% for core, it still need, that still requires a drop of another 50% if the Fed is going to cut rates. And indeed, for this month's Fed meeting, which is on January 31st, investors, Fed futures traders at least, are pricing in just a 3% chance of a rate cut. So it's going to take a very soft inflation report to move that needle. And it will also probably require very soft job figures, and we're not getting another non-farm payrolls report before this meeting. So for all intents and purposes, a rate cut this month is out. Now, where it gets interesting is at the subsequent Fed meeting, which is March 20th. And right now, 67% of futures traders are pricing in a rate cut of 25 basis points. I, should, I shouldn't word it that way. Uh, the chances of a rate cut are at 67%, okay? And that's pretty high. So two-thirds of, uh, two-thirds of a, of a yeah, whatever, 67%, a majority. And you're going to want to keep an eye on that number, uh, not just after this CPI print, but through the next several weeks. But anyway, this, this futures figure, and I've linked you to it, I think, yes, I did, will tell you more about how investors are reacting to the CPI print than any news headlines will, probably, okay? So that's, uh, that's much more important. And this is why the news, or the news, the news uh, industry is digging its own grave because they do these things that they're essentially falsehoods to generate clicks and people fall, some, some people fall for it. Luckily, we're all smart enough. But anyway, I've gone on long enough, 10 minutes. This has got to be a record. I usually never speak this long. But there's a lot going on here, and I wanted to clear out this expectation with the CPI just so you know exactly what's going on. So I'll shut up there, and we'll be back here again tomorrow, provided I still have a voice. Speak then. Bye.